Well, let's dive into it with David Smoke now at Sikkim 365. Joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. David uh, has always done a great job covering the Baylor Bears top to bottom, formerly with ESPN Central Texas. We appreciate him joining the show. And guys, before we dive into it with uh, David, just if you could take 30 seconds out, leave us a rating, review, subscribe. It would mean so much to us if you could do that. And in return, if you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, we'll get that koozie in the mail for you guys uh, right away. So we promise to do that, a Heartland College Sports koozie heading your way. If you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. David, before we get to some Baylor Bear talk, how did this transition happen for you in joining the guys with Sikkim 365? Well, it's interesting because uh, I, I don't know if this would happen. Uh, it had last week on Wednesday, after a few days of discussions, and really over the last three to five months, the ownership had, had really wanted to cut back staff. And uh, I thought the radio station was as healthy as it could possibly be from what we've done for nearly 10 years. But we had four people that were, uh, whatever the word you want to use, terminated on uh, Wednesday. One of them was my son. Another one was Paul Catalina, my co-host who is uh, kind of like a young, an older son because he and I have hosted a show together for about 10 years, and I, I just kept trying to fight for people. And, um, and I understand the environment we're in today, but the bottom line is, is that I had put up a tweet that mentioned that we had going to have some, uh, not dead air, but we were going to national for a handful of time because there was some uh, changes for you know, I knew there were changes. And so there was a meeting at 12, and four people were terminated, fired, laid off, all of the above. And so I put something up that said, you know, we're going to be local. We're going to have a – I mentioned fighting for my staff, and I've tried to do that, and I lost a battle. Mm-hmm. And so uh, with that being said – my owner felt like I did not have the right, basically was told that I had no right to uh, mention anything like that on Twitter, on anything, and the, 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 the part, and then fired me because he said that I was airing our business. And what what is uh, and everyone can debate that all they want. It doesn't matter. It won't change the decision. It won't change his mind or mine because I've moved on. So Sikkim365.com uh, is a, a website that has really basically just gobbled up the websites and become the go-to website uh, covering Baylor. And it's only a website that's, I think, four years old. I don't remember exactly when they started in 2016. And they've just been very aggressive about how they cover what they do. You know, during basketball season, when Baylor was on that great run, they had Jason King, who's a well-known national basketball writer, college basketball writer. They brought him in for the run at the end. And, I mean, he went everywhere with them. I mean, they're not afraid – to think outside the box, which is what I started to try to do 10 years ago, and I think we did at the radio station. Uh, he, they're not afraid to, uh, to to take a chance. They're not afraid to, t- to maybe do things that are groundbreaking. So they reached out to me, and honestly, I was like, you know, I, don't, I didn't know what I was going to do. But after just a few days, we kind of went back and forth, and then on late, late, late Sunday night, we kind of came up with uh, an agreement that included Craig – coming along and then the next day Paul joining us as well they announced it on Monday and uh, here we are as uh, we prepare now to uh, start a new venture and, 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 and honestly 
you know, we don't know what's, what, what the future holds, but at least there's something that we have a chance to do and do it the same way we did it when I was on ESPN Central Texas. Mm-hmm. David, you know, you, this is a very exciting time to be a Baylor Bears fan of, of multiple sports, by the way. But football gets a lot of the attention. And, and let's talk about what happened here with Matt Rule leaving, Dave Aranda coming in. You follow this team as closely as anybody. Matt Rule was saying all the right things last year. But was there a moment when you thought to yourself, geez, you know, this Cinderella story is happening, but I, I just think he's going to go? Well, you know, I, I, I have to say this, that I have never had the same kind of access to a college football coach that I had with Matt Rule because, you know, back when he first arrived in, what, December of 16, and even throughout the entire 17 season when they were just, you know, they, they just didn't have a chance. Every Monday morning, every Monday morning, Pete, at 11 o'clock I would, or 11.10 after his Big 12 conference call, I would sit in his office and we would talk. And he gave me an enormous amount of time, probably, you know, maybe almost unheard of for a college football coach to give a radio guy that much time. It was not the play-by-play voice or a part of the network. And, but we are the fla- we were the flagship at Baylor. And, and I, I developed a really good relationship. And we discussed a lot of other things, not just football. We got to know each other very well without me being able to, you know, that did not keep me from being critical or keep him from sometimes telling me something he wanted to say. And, yeah, I'd always heard that. And, you know, the first two years, that even though he had that, whatever it was with the Colts, and everyone got their panties in a wad because he was talking to the Colts. And, and the whole thing about that was is that I, I never – I didn't think that was going to happen. I don't know who contacted whom or whatever. But when they started having the year that they were having last year, when they were unbeaten up until they played Oklahoma and led by, good God, what was the score, like 35 Third. to 10 at halftime? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was insane, and and I remember saying then, man, if they win this game, and they run the table at least in the regular season, whoever, whatever happens, in the possibility if they make the playoff, I said, man, if I'm him in my mind, I I take advantage of this, and I mean, and and how much more, um, how much more value can you have than turning a place around one and eleven? And then even the year before that, when there was so much controversy, to then all of a sudden maybe winning a Big 12 title. Well, we know what happened at the end of the Oklahoma game. They lost, still played a great game, almost beat him again uh, in the uh, rematch. Uh, the week of the, of the Sugar Bowl, we had him on the show on Monday of the game against Georgia, and there was a lot of things starting to float out there again. And he came and sat down at our location. We were broadcasting – from the lobby of the team hotel, our show, and he answered everything. Now, what one thing that Matt Rule, he would say, you know, you need to be committed to us, or we need, it's all a part of the process, or it's, you know, this team now is just the tip of the iceberg, all these things that he said. But, and, you know, I still thought, Pete, even though I said, oh, this is, this, you know, this is a good time for him. I mean, all of us can sit there and get mad at coaches or whoever or players who decommit. It's their life. It's their business. But I think because finally so many Baylor fans from donors, boosters, and fans, alums, who didn't trust him when he first arrived, and, of course, they were 1-11, and then the next year they're like, okay. And then all of a sudden all of those who had just said, I'm never going to go to Baylor or follow Baylor, 
I hate Baylor football because of what happened with the firing of Art Bryles and company. I think finally they got he got a bunch of them back on board. Mm-hmm. Because winning does cure everything. And so then when all of a sudden, you know, he was always kind of out there, which I always said, Pete, I always positioned that as that's the greatest compliment to Baylor football imaginable. He was getting interest after 1-11. and 11. He got some interest after 7-6, and six, and then, of course, we know what happened. Things fell into place perfectly with the Panthers. I do not think he leaves for another job, no matter who else opened up during that time or would open up. I don't think he would have left for anything else. David Tepper blew him out of the water. I mean out of the water with what they did at Carolina. He's got that Pittsburgh Steelers foundation in his blood, and Matt Rule believes in that foundation like the, the Steelers or the Giants back in the day. So, you know, I, I always thought there was a chance, but I really thought, I really, really thought that he was going to stay for one more year because this next team, would have been even more special. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have to make some changes. They would have to replace some people. But I thought he would stay for one more year. I was wrong. It did not bother me at all when I found out and when, you know, he texted me and he was taking the job. I think Bruce Feldman or I think it may have been uh, Pete Thamel who had the story. He was going to Carolina. I talked to Matt that same day. He still he, – he texted me. He texted me a couple of times since everything happened with me a week ago. Uh, mm-hmm. So we became, uh, you know, someone who we could kind of talk to each other. I'm happy for him. But your answer, you know, I hope I answered your question. I yeah. always thought that was possible, but I always thought of it, Pete, as a compliment rather than, oh, my God, the world's going to end because coaches leave. And it doesn't matter. Bill Parcells, he was always going to stay at a place only a certain amount of time, especially, you know, he went to the Giants for a long time. And then Jimmy Johnson, whenever he even said, you know, some coaches say every year you're there, it's one more year or some more enemies that you add, no matter how successful you are. Jimmy Johnson left after five years. Of course, Jerry and Jimmy didn't get along. Coaches leave, and we get attached to teams, jerseys, traditions, fan bases, whatever. But, man, Matt Rule's making an enormous amount of money, even though Baylor extended his contract during the year. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was something that was more of a stability sign, but not completely a true commitment. But, you know, I, 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 I think there's still a lot of people bitter. I do know this is that even after he left, you know, we'd have like him talking at a press conference at, for Carolina. And there were fans that would text me or would, you know, email me and go, hey, I really don't want to hear from anymore. I said, wait a minute. He's a part of the history of this program forever. You yeah. know? Forever. Yeah, absolutely. So we would like, it's like when a player leaves Baylor, like, with not as much of a bigger name like RG3 or, you know, a guy that was an offensive lineman that ends up being a free agent pickup. We follow them. Like we do the high school kids through college to the NFL, and we will follow Matt Rule. And the Dave Aranda hire was able to help heal things quite a bit because of where he came from. But, yeah, it, 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 I, just, I, I really would like to have seen Matt stay one more year because I'd like to have seen what they really could have put in, put in place. But I'll know this. They left it in a lot better shape than they got it. No doubt that's about it. That's all you can do. No that's doubt about it. That's all you could ever do. Hey, yeah. David, has, has the fan base calmed down from the fact that Joey McGuire did not get the job since he's still on the staff there? Have they gotten over that yes. since Dave Aranda was one of the biggest, I mean, hottest coordinators in the country? Yeah, no, there was some – the day, the night, or whatever it was when the news about Aranda being the leading candidate, of course, there were other names, I think, leading up to it, including Justin Fuentes, and that kind of just disappeared. 
But, yeah, no, there were – the players yeah. have been taught this process. No matter what happens in front of you or whatever happens next, just deal with it and move on. You know, next man up, right? And I think there were some – I thought – I really thought there was a chance that when, when, they, when they hired – when they were going to hire somebody that would not have been Joey McGuire, that there was a chance – that they could have, you know, especially in this day and age of the transfer portal, that they might have some, like, major attrition. Dave Aranda was able to clean that up very quickly. Joy McGuire had a lot to do with that. Now, he had not yet committed back to Baylor, but he was a part of those meetings. He went on the road with Aranda even well before he recommitted to Baylor. And I'll never forget, I had, you know, boosters and donors, and they, they got to give Joey the job. And I'd love to have seen Joey McGuire have that opportunity, and he will have his opportunity. He was an incredible high school football coach back in the day. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, Joey is a very strong, very um, solid foundation guy. And he and Matt Rule were like A and 1, A1 and A2. They got along so fast. It was such an incredible way that they all got together and how he joined that staff. So, yeah, there was some hard feelings, no question. And there was a lot of, especially if you go to the message boards and, you know, well, if they don't get McGuire, they don't hire McGuire, they're idiots, all this stuff that happens, or the players are going to leave, or I hate this. Well, in the end, Joey did, after, you know, being, I mean, don't think Oklahoma or A&M or Texas, or and I'm just throwing out certain names, would not like to have him on staff for the recruiting in Dallas, especially with his roots in Dallas. But in the end, uh, it's really, really, you don't even hear that anymore. Okay. You don't hear anyone say, well, we wish McGuire, you know, Dave Aranda, because of his reputation, the staff he's been able to put together, and shows an amazing ability. Like, I talked to Aranda the day he was introduced. I sat down one-on-one with him, and he said, listen, we've made it very clear to Joey. Mac Rhodes, the AD, we've made it very clear to Joey. We want him to stay. Now, he has to go do what he has to do, but we want him to stay. I mean, they made it very clear to him, and when, uh, and when Joey sent me a text the night that he – sent me a text you know he does this let's go whenever they get a, a, a commitment or whatever they do he sent that to me i was in the parking lot pete at a, a grocery store and he sent me this let's go and that was the answer i knew what that meant that he had decided he was going to stay at baylor be on dave aranda's staff and now just because he's a part of it everything the players and the fans, that's not even anything, even a topic anymore. That is fantastic. David Smokes joining us. You know him from uh, formerly ESPN Central Texas. Now he's with the guys at Sikkim 365. Uh, David, this basketball team does not have a chance to potentially play for a Final Four and, and maybe a national championship. What do you think this team would have done in the big dance? It's all speculating, but how far could this team have gone? That's a great question. We'll never get to know it, and that's the sad part. I remember talking to Scott Drew on the Friday after the tournament had been canceled that Thursday morning. You know, they were tired. They were, they were beat up. Macy O'Teague had a broken bone in his wrist. Mark Vidal had tendonitis badly in his knee. Um, uh, you know, uh, obviously Tr Tristan Clark was battling constant. Like, he just couldn't get over the hump, even though it looked like he might have been able to get over the hump. And he just couldn't play sometimes back-to-back. -back. And then all of a sudden, he, he can't play for the end of the, the, the Big 12 Conference. I felt like maybe that they got uh, – I think, you know, I talked to the strength and conditioning coach, Charlie Melton, that, you know, their legs – like a lot of people, their legs were probably gone. You know, you play a lot of – they play a lot of Saturday-Monday, Saturday-Monday games 
And even though you had the rest of the week, it's just not the same as if you play Saturday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. But everybody in the conference is doing that. And some people, like Kansas, just got hotter and hotter and healthier and healthier. But I, entering the Big 12 tournament, I thought they would win the first game. You know, that, that beat, play, you know, beat the team that's a play-in team. I, knew, I just felt they would be good enough to be able to kind of re, re, uh, rejuvenate themselves, so to speak, by getting away from basketball for a little bit. And, and not and, and you know and having a chance just to think about themselves, focus on themselves, focus on getting back to the principles and fundamentals that made them so amazing during that stretch they were number one for over a month. And we talked to Scott Drew after the tournament was canceled. He came on with us on a Friday, and I asked him. I said, Scott, obviously you guys had lost three of your last five. Everyone knows that, and the team would look like they were tired and you know and beat up. And he said that. He felt like on about Tuesday, I think it was, of that week, they had a practice, Tuesday or Wednesday, and he felt – he knew that they, that they could still win with who they were, but he felt like, man, this is who we are. And I know that's easier said than done because they didn't play, but Scott Drew's the most positive person I've ever met in my life. And, but he said, I felt finally like Mark had gotten himself back to where he was who he was, who's the straw that stirs that drink. Macy Oteague had played a couple of three games with that wrist issue. Uh, so he was starting to kind of get back to what he was doing, made a huge shot in the game, the win against Texas Tech. Um, you know, I don't know about what Tristan Clark could have done. I think the guards were able to get off their feet a little bit, like Butler and Bandu and, and Teague and, and, all, and all the others. Um, and I think he felt like, okay, we, let's regroup. Now, whether they would have won more than a game or two, I don't know. But I would have still thought that they would be at least into the regional semifinal, elite eight run. They're really good now. You know that, Pete. They were really, really good. And if you think about it, they lost to Kansas in a game that was still very close. They didn't start that game very well. Came back. They had a chance, and they just couldn't, they just couldn't finish the deal. Um, you know, against TCU, they had gotten blown out. It was kind of one of, you know, everyone's going to have that game, and TCU's, you know, Bain went nuts that second half. And I started getting, I was starting to get worried, not so much about the offense, but the defense looked like they were starting to just break down. The passing was not as good. And then, of course, they, they were able to knock, beat the hell out of Kansas State, and they won that game against Texas Tech. They lost their last game at West Virginia. That thing got out of hand. And I'm not so sure, not with all due respect to Bob Huggins, that they didn't just like, oh, God, you know, we got to. So, and, and that's West Virginia needed that win, too. I still think that they would have had a little bit of time after the tournament, whether out out on Thursday or Friday or Saturday, and they would have had a yet another week to kind of regain some of that legs, some of that you know cardio, not maybe not cardio, but some of that just momentum. And I do think that they would have gotten into the regionals. I don't know who they would have played. Maybe they play Michigan State. I don't know who they play, but I do think that they would have. Now, would they have won the national championship? Not the way they were playing at the end. They would have to really go out and, and turn things back around. But the one thing they did, until they played TCU and gave up a bunch in the second half, but until they got uh, the thing got a hand against West Virginia, boy, they could play some damn defense, couldn't they? They Absolutely. could play some defense. They Absolutely. were so much fun to watch. Yep, and they could play some defense. And so, you know, having said that, I do think they were still very dangerous. Whether they would have won it or not, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I really don't know that nobody else will ever know we don't know if kansas would have won it we don't know if villanova would have won it we will never know and that's the sad thing 
Sure is. He's David Smoke now with Sikkim 365. David, really great to have you on. I've always uh, admired your work from afar. You're with a great group of guys there, and we appreciate you joining us for a few minutes. Man, Colt and Brian and Ashley, they have been, I can't even explain what they've done. Good guys. Uh, they've given me new life, and obviously Paul and Craig, we're, we're thrilled and hopefully be able to have many good things to come. And you and I both have each other. You know, mm -hmm. we, we could talk whenever you want, and, and, and I'll have you make sure you're on one of my early shows when we start this thing off. Hey, David, happy to do it. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy uh, some downtime here with no sports, and we'll hopefully get the offseason going soon. Yes, sir, Pete. Great to hear from you. Keep the great work. He's David Smoke, Sikkim 365, uh, joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Looking back on what could have been, what could have been for Baylor Bears basketball. Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know. And exciting times right now with what's happening on the football front. Really, really good times down in Waco. We appreciate you guys joining us. We're going to be here each and every week, even though there's uh, no sports going on. We're still here for you, all right? So in return of us continuing the show, how about you just do us a big solid? Leave us that rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and we'll get you a free Heartland College Sports Goosey in the mail if you send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Sports will be back. We'll talk to you soon.